This edition of the Nike Yarn Podcast is brought to you in association with Smith Sports Shoes and the Waikato Two Great Stores, based Tarapa Main Street, Cambridge. Main Street, Cambridge is where you find owner-operator, the outstanding Mr. Jim Young. What he doesn't know about shoes simply isn't worth knowing. The other cool thing about Jim is Jim's a, a former athlete himself. He's a really good 800-meter runner, but... He's not someone who is stuck in his time. He keeps up with all the modern trends. He knows all the information, all the ins and outs, those little nuances that you need to make sure that you are putting the right shoes on your feet. Jim knows about it. Can't recommend Jim and the crew highly enough. Go in there, say good day. Trust me, he will take amazing care of you. Today on the show, we are talking about the NFL. I love the NFL. You know I love the NFL. You know I'm a diehard New York Jets supporter. Long-suffering. Come on, gangrene. I know we're going to get this done at some point. Uh, also got in a couple of members of an old group that we used to uh, roll around with back in the uh, the radio and print days. Uh, my man Chris Reeve from It's Time for Sport. I think in the podcast I say it's a time for sport. It's definitely It's Time for Sport. It's a website. It's a YouTube channel. Chris is amazing when it comes to combat sports, particularly uh, UFC, MMA, that sort of stuff. He's pretty good with the pugilism as well. And my man Alex Chapman from News Hub to join us as well. Talking about the opening week of the NFL, which I thought was pretty darn good. A little look ahead as well to week number two. As well as talking a bit about some of those young quarterbacks, teams that looked good, teams that maybe didn't look so good. Just a really good, fun, chinwag about the NFL, um, I really love talking about it. I think it's fascinating that the more I watch the NFL, I'm seeing all these little things that it would be kind of cool if we could incorporate those into our broadcasts of rugby. Um, now, I know some of that is because New Zealand rugby don't want those little things being included, which kind of sucks. I'd love New Zealand rugby to be a little bit more open-minded and allow uh, some of these little things. Like, I'd love to hear a player mic'd up. Like they do, you'll see them. You'll mic them up for the first quarter. They'll do an edit during the break, and you'll get little tidbits of what the player's saying. Man, we could we could so easily do that for New Zealand rugby as well. New Zealand rugby's just got to say, yep, let's, let's do it, because I know the team at Sky would absolutely make it kick. I'd love to see that sort of stuff. But I really enjoy watching the NFL. I love the coverage. I love the storylines. Really learned to uh, enjoy the game uh, a lot, and, and it took a PlayStation game for me to really sort of understand the nuance. I bought a, well, it might have been one back in '97, maybe. I think it might have had Eddie George on the front cover, and that sort of really taught me about how the game sort of operates. Now I just absolutely love it. Love talking about it. Chris and Alex, they love chatting about it as well. So let's go to our conversation about. Week one of the NFL, looking ahead to week number two, this is the Nigel Yolden Podcast. Right, in a previous life, there used to be uh, a group of lads who got together, uh, known as the NFL Tragics. We absolutely love the NFL. Um, and I thought last week, that was one of the better opening weeks of the season I've seen in a wee while. I really enjoyed it. Um, so many storylines, maybe that's the reason why. I got... Three, we've got three members of the band back together. Our enigmatic bass player, sadly, is, is not with us today. But I do have the drummer. I've got our lead guitarist and vocalist. And then there's your truly who played the triangle and tambourine. Let's get stuck into this. From uh, time to uh, uh, a time for sport. An awesome uh, little website, YouTube channel as well. He also writes for the New Zealand Herald. He is New Zealand's preeminent 
combat sport writer, uh, also a Steelers tragic. It is Chris throwing first Reeves. How you doing, Superman? You well? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm really hanging in there, hanging in there. And a man who has transitioned magnificently onto television, doing an outstanding job as he always, well, he always did a great job whether he was on radio or in print. He's now doing an awesome job on TV for News Hub. That is the ex-chap, Alex Chapman. How you doing, my man, Morena? Morena, my friend. I'm very well. I, I like that um, we're calling Peard the bass player because he would have declared himself the front man. There would have been no doubt about that. And uh, the characteristic does not suit a bass player, but that's now on him for not being here to defend himself. No, so no, look, He is your classic bass player. He is over to one side of the stage on his own, just, preening, just hiding in the corner. <laughs> yeah, just in the, he's got the head nod going and that sort of thing and very Bootsy Collins. Just, it's all about me. It's not about you three over there. It's it's classic. He's a he's a bass player. He's he's a peacock. He is a peacock preening in the corner of our stage, spotlight on him, feathers glistening in the lights. <laughs> we will I actually have a video somewhere of Mark Pied thrusting um, to like a really fat bass line in the old radio sport days he like called me into the studio he's like listen to this get your phone out and i just videoed him in tight pink shorts thrusting <laughs> to a baseline here's some imagery to start this podcast here Welcome. we go how about yeah. that we are going to get i am going to get peered on because i will obviously have to give him the right of reply particularly after we've just torn into it with the opening portion of this right here we go let's get stuck into this so reeves steelers chapman patriots myself jets We've all got 30 seconds to talk about our team's opening week performance. Let's just get it out of the way. Reeve, you're up first. Go. I don't think I'm even going to need 30 seconds. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about our offensive line again this year. We need running room. We didn't have it last week. Uh, our defense is going to save our ass on so many occasions like they did against the Bills, and that's going to be the story of our season. And defense Done. wins championship, so you should be pretty sweet with that. Chapman, Pats. In Mac we trust. <laughs> Simple as that. All you need. In Mac we trust. Yeah, disappointing first week. Um, but I really like our defensive line. I like that Mac has some quality targets. Um, and everyone should get on Pat's playoffs playing 225. Uh, right, Jets. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Jets. <laughs> Jets. That's all we actually need to say. I don't, all I needed yeah. to say, Reeves was shorter. All I needed to say was, eh, yeah, it was the Jets. It was very Jetsy. Very jet- Look, I didn't mind some of the stuff Zach Wilson did. That said, I thought the quarterback who was playing on the other team, who was our quarterback and should still be our quarterback, uh, played even better. So I'm yeah. still not sold on that decision, but our GM wants to make go, go his own route. We also know as well that Robert Solara, I guess, probably wants his own route too. I didn't mind some of the defensive work from our guys. So, you know, as I say, defense wins championships, but... Yeah, I reckon we'll be picking. I reckon we'll be picking third, probably third or fourth in next year's draft based on what I saw. Um, well, speaking of which, then, let's, let's switch this around because you and I have obviously got rookie quarterbacks, chat. There are a bunch of rookie quarterbacks. So let's mix this up. Before we talk about the teams that actually impressed us most in, in week number one, let's actually go through that quarterback class. Which of those quarterbacks, gentlemen, impressed you the most? And before I do, I'll, I'll give you the numbers just to, to mull it over there. So... Trey Lance, he had one throw for one touchdown, three carries, two yards. Uh, Zach Wilson, 20 of 37, 258 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, six sacks. 
Trevor Lawrence, uh, 28 of 51, 332 yards, three TDs, three interceptions, only sacked once, one carry for two yards. Mac Jones, 29 of 39, 281, the one TD, no picks, only sacked once. Justin Fields, who's going to be a starter sooner than later, I suspect, in Chicago. Uh, two of two for 10 yards, one carry, which was a three-yard touchdown. Of those, I guess, the, the five big names in terms of the quarterback class, Chris, who impressed you the most out of those five guys? It's, it's a little bit of a tough one when you look at guys like Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Um, I mean, they were impressive in extremely limited time. Um, like I'm quite high on what Justin Fields can do with Chicago this year, so I'm hoping he moves into that starting role soon. Um, Mac Jones was was pretty good, as much as I hate to say it with a Patriots fan uh, fan on the call. Um, yeah, Mac <laughs> Jones is probably my pick of, of the first week. Um, it looked looked pretty good out there. Obviously, um, for first week, you know the the confidence was there. I mean, he's not going to be fantastic first week up, but you know he did a pretty serviceable job, and you can only improve from there after week one. Yeah, I'm going to have to dive in here as well. For me, it was Mac Jones. Okay, twenty nine of thirty nine. Um, I thought he ran the offense really nicely. Clearly, you can see, or, or what I thought I saw was a quarterback, a coach and an offensive coordinator, all very much in sync straight away. Uh, and so I think that's a great sign for the Patriots. Remembering as well, that Dolphins D is legit. That's a really good Dolphins defense, coached by a guy off the Belichick coaching tree and Brian Flores, who I really like as a coach as well. It pains me to say it because I'm a Jets fan. I don't like pumping up the Patriots, but I have to say, Mac Jones was probably the most impressive Lawrence, for me, was guilty of trying to squeeze a couple in that he used to be able to get away with at college that you don't get away with in the pros, hence the three picks. But I actually thought he wasn't too bad either. So, But I have to say, Mac Jones, for me, the pick of the bunch. And chap, there you go. You can say it now and not you know, sound like you're some kind of hometown hero. And Mac, we trust. Uh, yeah. I actually thought Zach Wilson looked really good, though. He, he looked stable. He made some good decisions. And he didn't look flustered as well which I know was maybe going to be the criticism of him is that he had to be the one making the decisions. He had to be the one leading. He had to be the one coming forward, not having to come from behind. And he just, despite the scoreline at times, I actually thought he looked really mature. Um, but yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah, no, Mac, Mac Jones is the right answer. It's got to be said. Okay, uh, Justin Fields, under over then. Let's, let's get to this because I already see Ryan Clark on ESPN saying that the Chicago Bears have got to go to uh, Justin Fields right now. So under over, how many games before Justin Fields becomes the full-time starter in Chicago, a.k.a. when does Matt Nagy try and save his job for the millionth time? What are you seeing the line at? You tell me. I, I, I'm going to go – I'm actually going to go a week and a half. I think if they stink up the joint this week, I, I reckon he's full-time next week. So I'm going to go the under. I'm going to go to go under under. I'm going to go under 1.5. So looking at their schedule, they've got Bengals this week, Browns next week, and then their fourth game on October fourth is against Detroit. Ah, always check the schedule. That's an amateur mistake on my behalf. Great play, think, great play, Chapman. I think you give three games, and then you say off you go, son. You play week four against the Lions. You, you have to give him confidence. No, you that's, have to that's, have him coming in against a good defensive team like Cleveland and that, just 
getting smashed. That's a re- that, that is a really good point. So I'm going to give you that one there. Reeves, that's hard to argue with that logic. No, absolutely. I'd rather see him go in against the Lions than the Browns. Um, and I'm sure any Chicago fan would tell you the same thing. Um, I mean, how good would it be for them seeing their young rookie quarterback tear up the Lions? they just make it even better. Well, I mean, look, the, the Lions are going to have the first pick in the 2022 NFL draft. And they're yeah, going to they take a guy They didn't look fantastic, Redler. did they? They, they did. Well, they, they, i got to say, Goff wasn't bad. Um, I was surprised how many points they scored. To yeah. And that's, yeah. Look, Jared got, I, I think, you know, that trade with between LA and Detroit, ultimately, I think it's going to, it's actually not going to work out that bad for Detroit. Yeah, they're going to actually get the first pick in the draft. But look, if, if Goff looks like that guy, and, you know, look, I didn't think he was that bad. As you say, they put up, what was it, 33 points against, was it um, San Francisco? Um, yeah, they look, yeah, they could do, they, they might have some options there as opposed to having to take, everyone I think is looking already at the uh, guy, Spencer Rattler out of um, Alabama is probably being the number one pick, but yeah, interesting one. That, that's getting slightly off thoughts. Yeah, look, I, I think they're going to have to go. Nagy is going to have to do something to save his job because look, I was, you know, uh, I follow Mike Wilbon on Twitter and straight away he was just absolutely sticking it to the coach for some of the decisions that they were making in that game against Minnie. So he's already on the hot seat. He's going to have to go there to save it. I think you probably hit it on the head. Week four against the Lions does make sense. And then Andy Dalton can just sit there and count the rest of his $12 million as a backup. Good on him. Well played. Well done, Big Red. Okay, week one. I thought it was an awesome week one. I thought it was a really good, fun week one. Which team, Chappie, or teams, impressed you the most in that opening week? Um. Well, first of all, I loved the week, and I think it was the standard was set by opening game, which is very cliche, I know. But and one of my answers is um, Dallas. I was actually surprised how good the Cowboys were, to be honest. Um, foolishly jumped on the five and a half line um, and thought this is going to be the easiest money that I will make all NFL season, and was not happy to see because no one likes losing money, but was. Um, impressed with how well Dallas played. Uh, and then in terms of teams that actually won, New Orleans came out and just made a statement. I think most people who watch the NFL were flabbergasted to see them make. And not just because they beat Green Bay, but how well they beat Green Bay. That's That's a statement and a half to come out and just almost double middle finger those that observe the NFL and just remind them, hey, despite what's happened in the past, despite the fact that Breeze is gone, like we're still a contender. Well, they still got Sean Payton, who last time I looked... You're not a bad coach. coach. He can coach. Right. Uh, but you've got to say, Winston was very impressive because we, we're used to seeing him throw touchdowns. The trouble is, is normally the number of touchdown he throws is equated with the number of interceptions he throws in the same game. But as, a going, as opposed to going five and five, he actually just went five and oh. Was, he, he did look really good, Chris. He, and that, again, testament to what a good coach, a good system, and a good OC does for, for, a, for a player. Winston looked really good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I wonder if that year, just under Drew Brees, learning from him, has done wonders to his game. I mean, that was that was impressive. I mean, if you're looking for the most shocking scoreline of the round, it was that one. Um, in terms of 
what teams impressed. I think the Cardinals, I was talking them up a little bit before the season, so I was glad to see them go out to round one and, and really put it on the Titans. Um, them bringing in J.J. Watt this year will just do wonders for their defense. And, of course, they got A.J. Green as well. Uh, so Kyler Murray has a lot of good targets out there. So I imagine they're going to put up a lot of points on a lot of teams this year. Yeah, I Just think go back to New Orleans as well. Sorry, Nige. A, a lot of people forget that Breeze wasn't Breeze last year. Like, he, he, he got them to where he did, but that, a lot of that was just really good game management more than absolute superstardom and a really good skill set, which we know Jameis, when he actually isn't being a bit erratic, does have. And, and he's a lot more of a potent offensive weapon, as the scoreline suggests last week, than what Breeze has been probably the last three years. Well, wasn't Breeze battling? Didn't he take a big shot? Didn't he miss a few games with uh, a bit of a rib injury? And then there was that whole, look, we're going to try Taysom Hill with a bit of Jameis throwing in there. I mean, look, I love the fact that Taysom Hill actually thinks he can play quarterback at the NFL level, but he's going to be one of those wildcard sort of a dude. So, okay, that, that's that's what you are, um, a wildcat sort of a player. That's what you use him for. Jameis Winston is a quarterback in the yeah. in every sense of the word, irrespective of whether he throws thirty touchdowns with thirty interceptions. I think he's going to be he's going to be so much fun. And you talk about I thought it was a really good point about him being underneath Drew Brees. But I also wonder as well, what impact watching the dynamic between Breeze and Sean Payton, how big an influence would that have been? Because I don't think Jameis has always had the greatest dynamic with his coaches when he was with the Bucks. I wonder whether that's another really good piece of the puzzle that Jameis needs to try and you know, unlock all this prodigious talent, which we obviously know. I guess the flip side of this, just while we're on the Saints, though, should Packers fans be concerned? And Alex, this is a cue for you to drop that amazing stat just to sort of put their mind <laughs> at ease. So drop the stat first, and then we'll actually discuss should the Packers be concerned or not. The last time the Orleans Saints beat a team 38-3, they went on to win the Super Bowl, and that was Bucks last season. Stats. That's not by for everyone that's listening and watching. That is by no means my that, stat. Like I put that on the internet. That is that is a, Claim it. That Claim is it. a great stat. That <laughs> my is research is that good. And a half. Right. That said, should the Packers fans be concerned? Week one, I thought. I'll be honest. I thought Aaron Rodgers, as as this thing has unfolded, I kind of thought, okay, he's just going to get into the locker room. Hey, boys. This was about business for me. It's nothing against you guys. Let's go out there. Let's win. Rah, out they go. Charge in there. In there into it. But man, they just, they just never fired a shot. They just were not in it for for one moment. And I'll start to thinking, okay, is it one of those moments? Then I saw that stat, Chappie, where it was where you said, you know, thirty-eight three. Oh, they went on to win the Super Bowl because Packers are my Super Bowl pick. Uh, even though I think the Chiefs are favourite, I've got, I've got, I, I thought the Packers. I thought, okay. Aaron Rodgers is going to come out here. He's playing with chips on both shoulders. That seems to empower him quite a bit. It's not the worst supporting cast. He's played, I think, with worst supporting casts, casts and, and got them to positions to be in Super Bowls. So I thought, okay, but I watched it. I was like, oh, man, this... You know, you know how Stephen A. Smith calls Aaron Rodgers a bad man? Well, last week Smart he was... special. Yeah, he was just bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, just, put it. I don't know where to, I don't know where to go with this one there. I see a couple of guys calling Rogers out, uh, Rogers out for leadership, that sort of thing is, 
it's going to be a bit of a drama there in Green Bay. Are we looking at days of our lives scenario here, Chris? Absolutely we are. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I, I'm excited to watch that all unfold over the season. I think it's just going to turn into, into quite the soap opera. Um, I expected Green Bay, you know, like you to, you know, everyone's there. This is their season, you know, just go out charging uh, against a, a New Orleans side sort of trying to find their way without Drew Brees and without Michael Thomas and the complete opposite happened. So that doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence of what Green Bay are going to be able to do this year. Um, of course, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers and, you know, he can beat any team on any given day, but yeah, that he just didn't, didn't look good. And that makes me a little bit nervous for the Green Bay season. Chap. The positive thing for Green Bay is they've got the smelly lions this week. And if you talk about leadership with Aaron Rodgers, you'd like to hope that he walked into that changing room on Monday or whenever it was after they met, after they played and they next met and said, flush that. It's it's a Steve Hansen line. Flush that down the dunny. Move on. (laughs) And, And own it as well. Own, own the the off-field drama that there has been in the off-season. Say, let's park that. Let's not worry about that. I take accountability. I'll put my hand up for that. That's my stuff up. We should have addressed it earlier. That's assuming he hasn't addressed it already. Well, that's the thing. Surely Aaron Rodgers would have addressed that already. I, I, find, how, I find it hard to think how. that he would not have already dealt with that and said, guys, what was happening in the off-season, as I said before, what was happening in the off-season, okay, that between me and the organizations, it's not on you. I got your back. You know I got your back. Let's go out there. Let's do this thing. Yeah, there's a difference between standing up in a team meeting and saying that and almost meekly. Again, not saying that this has happened or anything like that, but there's one thing to do in that scenario, in that situation. There's another to go in after a game day when you've been absolutely humiliated by a team that a lot of people were picking to not really do that great under a new system and just say, swear, swear your ring off, call it whatever you want, apologize, stick it in the dunny, move on, let's go and do what New Orleans did to us to Detroit this week. Which they will do. I think. You'd hope so. Well, you'd like to think <laughs> so. Then they're, then they're in strife. If they don't go out oh. and just make an absolute statement against Detroit, then they're in serious trouble. And then Aaron Rodgers actually does need to start looking elsewhere. Okay. So we've spoken about teams who... who anyone else you want to add into the who impressed this week? Because I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw them in there. My, my smoky for the season is, and maybe this is me wearing my rose-tinted Sam Darnold glasses here, I think Carolina could be interesting. He's not on this call. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> He's not on the call. Dude, look, one, <laughs> one, the Panthers had the best pregame. Did you see that yeah, CGI the, black cat? Dang. That was cool. That's cool. That is legit. I can't wait to see what the Jets are going to do. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that was awesome. I think they could. I think they could be sneaky. I was impressed with them. Um, and you got to say, look, two teams. The Chiefs. I thought I. I didn't get to see that game 
Um, so I was sort of following it on a uh, on my on my phone. I looked at the scoreline at one point. And the Browns were up. I'm like, oh, oh, geez, maybe the Browns are a little bit more legit than what I thought. And then the Chiefs did what the Chiefs do, which is just score a bucket load of points really, really quick. So then they ended up winning it. So I think they they still they're still another team that did impress me. Way too early. Which teams are in trouble? Because I thought the Browns had a really good opportunity there to make a massive, massive statement. And whilst you've got to say the Chiefs were impressive, I think the Browns would be looking at themselves on Monday morning going, we, we, we're, we're a good team. We, if we want to be who we think we want to be, we should never have let those guys off the hook like that. And I think they did contribute to it a bit. Just to preface this, this is supposed to be an outrageous take, eh? What? Yeah, we, we've wait, already, wait, we've already is... shat on the Lions enough. Oh, like, yeah, well, look, we, can, we know the lot. Look, with the first pick of the 2021 NFL draft, <laughs> the Detroit Lions yeah. sunny. Um, okay, so it we now. Go. Okay, hunt it now. Hunt it right now. Okay. Um, I'll go. Um, and this might bite me on the ass, but I, I think Baltimore should be concerned. That I agree. That was my not just the, not just the performance. Yeah, that's not, them. that's not that's not outrageous. Well, they've they've got a top, what would you call them, five, six quarterback. So you'd like to think there's always going to be that X factor there. But when you're missing, what are they now? I think it's nine players and And not just running backs. Fringe guys. Exactly. Starters and running backs as well. And if there's anything that Lamar Jackson needs apart from his legs, it's it's good running backs. Well, what he he ran for about 82, 83 yards. Last week, as well as yep. throwing, they're asking him to do much. Now, I think I saw somewhere, and correct me if I'm wrong here, gentlemen, did Le'Veon Bell get picked up by the Ravens and added to a squad? Yep. So yep. they got Le'Veon Bell. I think they brought in Devontae Freeman and uh, Latavius Murray as well, who um, well, actually got a lot of game time yeah. um, during that one. Well, so. they need to because the 25 other running backs that they signed all got injured in preseason or, or in the first couple of snaps of that game. Not bad to be able to pick those three up. Crikey, Dick. Um, yeah, I, I, again, it's, it's been another interesting debate is how long can Lamar keep playing, uh, Jackson keep playing that particular way? And you go back to the guy who I always look at in this situation, the guy who used to do it with his arms and with his feet for a long period of time was Michael Vick. Okay, now eventually injury does catch up with you. Um, and Michael did get injured before the other stuff happened as well. My concern is, is just, you know, the game has moved on from when Michael Vick was playing. Plus, he's a slightly different player. He's a little bit more nippier, nimbler than what uh, Lot Jackson is. He's a little bit of a, a bigger human being. But I'm with you with regards to that one there. The other thing too, San Francisco, I don't care the, the fact that you beat beat the Lions. Something ain't, there's... That's just going to end up being Days of Our Lives Part 2. That's going to be another soap opera there in San Fran. You can just see that one building right now. Yeah, with uh, Jimmy G and uh, Trey Lance both sort of having claims to that starting role, I think things might get a little bit messy with that one. Just going back to the Ravens, their over-under is 10.5. Like, they're not winning 11 games. This is like having paired here because everything comes back to gambling. (laughs) <laughs> just, you're basically you're just an extension of your father chap you really are <laughs> yeah. you're, ga- yeah. you're gambling uh, you're gambling daddy i learned my lesson uh on uh, on on monday i bet the bet the ravens 
Oh, that was sad. I got this year. 14 okay. nil up too. I was like, okay, so who, they might actually team, scrape through. Which team stuffed up your multis? I did not have a multi on round one. So I just okay. lost outright bets. Okay, righty ho. Fair enough. Champ, who stuffed your multi? Because I know you don't mind a multi. Let me just bring them up. Um, <laughs> I have a list. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots stuffed it. Uh, Green Bay stuffed one of them. Um, why, do you include, why do you include your team in your multis? Because I hate myself. Yeah, okay, clearly. <laughs> it's such an like amateur. guy in, um, what's it called? Not Angels and Demons, uh, Da Vinci Code. <laughs> With the chalice. Yeah. yeah. Giving himself the Paul Bettany's character. Paul Bettany's yeah. character. Yeah, I know the one. Righty ho. I just always, if I ever do a multi, I never put my teams in. I can tell you right now, it's the bet of the week this week, though. Patriots over Jets. Patriots five and a half. You're at my You're house. You're quarterback, so You're I'm not touching house. that game. You're at my house. <laughs> that's going to be fun. See, that's the one. See, look, I said I said when I did my, my, my silly preview on my little website, okay? Uh, simple fact. All I want, the Jets just have to double their win total. So they have to win four games. They've got to win four games. I think okay. they win four games. If they, if they can win four, four out of 12, I'm a happy man. Um, if two of those wins are against the Patriots, just giddy up. That'll be outstanding fun. Starts this weekend. What's on no. it? Come on, the big you. balls. What's on it? You? <laughs> okay, done. All right. Sorted. That's good. That's good. Okay. Um, so that's the uh, Jets, Pats, shit talk out of the way. <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most week two gentlemen which ones are you looking for? i mean i'm obviously looking forward to jets patriots but that's just because um uh like chappy i just like self-flagellating myself with the chalices as well i know that's just gonna be <laughs> absolute agony uh, what games are you looking forward to the most second week up good question um obviously i'll get up at 5 a.m monday to watch the steelers be bad for three quarters again and then somehow pull it out in the fourth against the raiders <laughs> I didn't mind um, the Raiders. I love it when Gruden wins. I love <laughs> it when Gruden wins. Yes. You are a Gruden man, though. Oh, uh, yeah. well, it's. I like John Gruden. Look, I'd I love love me a bit of you know spider two white banana. Who doesn't? Um, but I think it's more because when Gruden wins, I get to see Frank Caliendo do his impersonation of John Gruden, <laughs> and he is just. I just love it when he sits there with the starts off. Caliendo, for those people who aren't familiar, he's this American impressionist. He's a, he's a pretty darn good one as well, but he just takes the mickey beautifully out of John Gruden. And he just sits there. The, one of his best ones is John Gruden going through, um, and he's updated as well, going through the schedule. Going through the schedule, he just sits there. Win, 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 buy, win, win. Chiefs in week seven. Loss. <laughs> For the Chiefs, win, win, <laughs> win. 17 and 0, one better than last. I just love it. I think it's hilarious. But it's just, Gruden is just, I find him so interesting as I'm trying to figure out, like a lot of people, what he's trying to build there in Las Vegas or whether he is just cashing a check. Um, but I mean, that was, that was a heck of a performance. That was a heck of a performance getting the dub the way they did. Um, used everything like, well, was it one, you know, mixing up Mariota with one carry for about 30 odd yards? You know, Marcus yeah, Mariota's a quarterback. Good to see him get in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just 
I find him fascinating because I think it's one of those you genuinely don't know what he's going to do because at times he gives that aura of he doesn't actually know what he's going to do. It's just every once in a while he goes, you know what, man? And I'm going to, and, and just this random sort of play comes flying out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, Raiders. Sorry, I had to throw that in. I thought that was, yeah, Raiders, another team that probably needs a bit of love there. I thought that was fun. Yeah, the only team to go 2-0 and in uh, round one. <laughs> great, great stat. Not as good as Chappies, <laughs> but a good effort nonetheless. Uh, so what I'm yeah, looking forward they to They did have to so, win that one twice. So Raiders, Raiders, Steelers. Uh, what's another one that's going to be, I think, going to be quite odd as it sounds. I'm actually looking forward to Jags versus Broncos. I want to see how Lawrence and old mate Urban Meyer bounce back. Because I see Meyer's Mm. already having to deflect because people are saying about whether he's interested in the USC job, which has come available in college college football. It's a good job. It is a good job. Uh, (laughs) Biennemi as well from the Chiefs, their offensive coordinator. He's having deflect questions as well with regards to um, whether he has any interest in going and doing that gig as well. That's ahead of that Ravens game. So, um, interesting. Dolphins that, Bills would be fun. What was that? Sorry. Dolphins Bills. Can, can the Dolphins keep it up? How do the Bills bounce back from that yeah. very surprise loss last week? Josh Allen was being talked about as a, a smoky MVP chance, and to deliver what they did last week, um, yeah, yeah, how they can bounce back is going to be really interesting. Um, to be, to be fair to the Bills, they did have the best defense in the in the league uh, to yeah. contend with. Yeah, uh, and also Seahawks Titans, just two really fun teams. What about Chargers Cowboys? Is that a sneaky? Is that a sneaky watch? Chargers Cowboys. From, from what I saw of the Cowboys last week, I think they're going to be too good. That offense looks very very nice, and I'm not sold on the Chargers yet, but yeah. There's only so much you can rely on a what is he second year quarterback? Yeah, but he's, he's, every he's time good. people, he's yeah. Well, bad. the thing is, everyone. This is, it's funny though when people question him, he seems to find another. He seems to find another gear. He's one of those ones who just seems to just you actually see the progression week on week on week. There's not that little bit of a dip down. Herbert just seems to be growing in that particular role. So, I remember when we did a podcast two years ago and, and we're talking about who might be coming out of the, the draft class or who we were watching out of the draft. And you might've mentioned it. And I just, someone that no one's talking about anymore, despite that they were a year beforehand. Uh, so three years ago now is Justin Herbert. And he's, he has a reputation even back then of wanting to prove doubt is wrong. And he's continued to do that with, with the charges. Bengals bears. I'm watching that simply because I want to see how long it takes for fields to get in. And I thought yeah. I actually like Burrow. I thought Burrow looked pretty sharp. Mm. I thought that connection with him and Chase looked pretty darn good. So Bengals could every once in a while. I mean, I have, I don't know about you guys, but I always have that guilty pleasure sort of team that I will just watch. I'm wondering whether this year the Bengals might be that just, I'm just going to keep an eye on them sort of a team. Um, Because I like Burrow. As I say, I like Chase. I like a couple of the other moves that they made sort of in round sort of two and three of the draft. I'm wondering whether they could be my guilty pleasure team. They're um, a good guilty pleasure team to have. Yeah. Well, it's either that or the Panthers, but, um, you know, I don't know you know, how long I can sort of ride that one before bloody Peard starts getting too too comfortable with it. So we'll think about that one. Uh, right. We're recording this, by the way, on a Friday morning. We do have a game today. Giants, Washington. 
does Barclay, uh, Saquon Barclay play? Ooh. Yes. He's, que- he's listed as questionable. I think he plays, but depending on, I guess, how the early snaps go, how many snaps we see him play is up for debate. I mean, Washington's defense is huge. Yeah. Now, and you, is- don't, you don't want to risk him against that. So here's the thing. So I've just done an Alex Chapman move, and I've moved ahead to the schedule for week three. You're right. That, that Washington defense is legit. Yeah. The week later, G-Men versus the Falcons. Surely you save him for that, or you do limit. If he is able to go, you have a real strict snap count on him, no more than 10 to 15. Yeah. The other thing with, with the Giants, and I will continue to die on Danny Dimes Island, um, is how, how much of a, a confidence hit do you let him have early? Because he's just going to self-destruct if he doesn't have guys like Barclay to, to find. Um, yeah, he, he just seems like one of those guys. And, and it's no coincidence that he went to Duke. He just seems one of those guys that needs to have the platform to puff the chest out and to be yelling and to almost just showman-like. Mm. Um, that as soon as that confidence takes a little bit of a hit, we, we've seen it with the Giants in the last couple of years. Right. I'm just looking to see any other games of interest. No, there's only really Patriots, Jets. Yeah, everything else kind of sucks aside from that. <laughs> oh, 49ers, 49ers, Eagles could be interesting. There's a lot of could be interesting games out there. there this and, this is, and this is the great thing. This is the other reason why I thought week one was so much fun is that, yeah, we saw some great games. We saw some intriguing storylines, but a lot of them now flow over. It's like, okay, week two. Well, can so-and-so keep doing this? Can so-and-so well, bounce back? It is interesting that we haven't mentioned Philly as a surprise team. I was stunned with that, that scoreline. Jalen Hurts has got the goods, man. Hurts is, Jaylen a, good Hurts is, Hurts good. is a good player. But to do that, yeah, to do that was yeah, that fair was point. Else. Fair point. Can what, I just would, can I just pref- can I just preface it though? Can I just preface it? It's the Falcons. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> someone said it. It's Atlanta. Falcons were being talked about as potentially being good. Could have said that ten years no, ago. They got arguably one of the best players, maybe even the best player in the draft. And Kyle Pitts, who was talked uh, up as Matt, a general right, as a generational talent. Matt, Matt okay. Jones plays for New England. Just the the experts, <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to us three windbags from down in New Zealand. The experts yeah. say Pitts generational talent at tight end. Um, was meant to make them better. Was meant to give um, Matt Ryan just a little something else too. So, again, though, I mean, look, the defense stank for the Falcons. Yep, Hertz was good. Don't get me wrong. And I like him. I think he's a talent. He's another guy that just finds ways to win. He's got that kind of mentality. Well, that's the reason why I think that this, the, the game this week's a little bit more interesting for me. I think we'll get a better, I think a better beat on that particular team. But, hey, 32-6, played really, really well. You can't, can't sort of knock the dude for that there. Can't knock him. No. no. All right. Any any closing comments, gentlemen, before we move on? Anything else from the opening week you want to get off your chest? And Mac, we no. trust. 
In Mac we trust. In Mac I mean, we I'll trust. be I'll be watching the Cardinals Vikings game because I mean anything could happen in that one. Do I bring in? So I've got Adam Thielen. Um, he's at the moment he's on my bench for my fantasy team. He got thirty points last week. Should I be bringing him in? Even though my app tells me that I've maximized my squad thanks to Snickers. Ignore, ignore the maximizing thing. Mate, I've got... They're so never right. Can I just point out, this is one of my fantasy teams. I'm quite happy with my wide receivers. I've got Jalen Waddell, Adam Thielen, Chase Claypool, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Travis Kelsey, CeeDee Lamb, Stefan Diggs. I don't think that was a bad wide receiving core. Uh, it's bold to go for two Steelers players. Well, <laughs> can I just, very bold. Can I just point out it's auto draft? Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, that makes it, sense. Because look, if I was, <laughs> if it was me drafting, okay, so I'd, if I was drafting, so I'd probably have Matt. Um, sorry, Sam Darnold as my quarterback. Um, you almost and, have Matt Jones then. Right? <laughs> in your head. In he wants your him. Head. He wants well, him. There's, see, there's little things coming up. So I've got two teams and I don't have one Patriot in either of them, which is cool because I really don't like wasting sort of waivers and handling them. So, you know, if Mac, if I got Mac Jones, I'd just have to get rid of him. Um, I just can't – you can't have Patriots in my team. That's as simple as that. I, I had Gronk on my bench last week for fantasy. Ouch. <laughs> I had, as I said, I had Thielen on my bench last week because he was listed as questionable and he threw up something like 31 or 32 points. Oh. Yeah, Thielen's won. one of those guys I think you need to all, always start if he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like all those questionable guys in fantasy, you often don't see them actually, whether they're going to play or not until just before the game. And for us, that works out at like 4 a.m. on yeah. a Monday morning and... Yeah, it's, it can be tough sometimes, so you kind of just have to risk it. All right, gentlemen, greatly appreciate it. Hey, uh, Chappie, what are you working on at the moment for News Hub, my man? Uh, Chatted to Lockie Ferguson out of the IPL. Ooh. So we'll be hearing that to this weekend. Lovely. And uh, throwing first to what have you got from an uh, MMA combat sport coming up on your wonderful little YouTube channel and website? Uh, yeah, good question. So for the Herald, we're talking to Dana White, uh, in about half an hour's time, which will be Name good dropper. Fun. Yeah, touching in with the, the UFC president. Uh, <laughs> as, as you do on a Friday casually boy, throw it out just, there. Yeah. just give D-Dub a call. What's up, brother? Yeah, it's it's been quite a quite a few uh, good weeks in the old combat sport realm. Had Anthony Joshua last week, now Dana White this week. So, What are you looking for? Always what's, good fun. What's the next big event coming up on the, uh, the card in terms of USC or, USC or combat sport? So next weekend, they have UFC 266. Uh, Dan Hooker's meant to be back, provided he gets his visa and can leave the country, which at the moment appears to be a little touch and go. Um, just judging from his social media, he's kind of going a bit a bit crazy, but hopefully that all comes through. Um, there's two title fights on, on that card. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, who trains at City Kickboxing in Auckland from time to time, um, he's defending his featherweight title, so... Yeah, that's that's the next big one. All right, guys. Greatly appreciate your time. Go well. Appreciate it. Wonderful chat. Take care. See you. See you. Thanks, mate. Cheers, bro. My thanks to Alex Chapman. My thanks as well to Chris throwing fist reads. Now, a reminder, Chris's website and YouTube, it is It's Time for Sport. That is It's Time for Sport. Uh, if you love 
your combat sports, your mixed martial arts, that sort of a thing. It's a space that you have to go and see. And keep an eye on all the amazing work that Alex is doing for News Hub as well. Uh, as I said in opening, he has switched over from radio and print into the TV medium. He's absolutely owning it, doing amazing stories. He really cares about human beings. And so you'll find when you watch a story that Alex has prepared, there is a real uh, human element to them. He really just loves people. Every time I always get messages from him, just, dude, how you doing? Just checking in. He's one of those kind of people. I absolutely love the guy. So uh, honestly, if you get an opportunity and you see a story and attached to it is the name of Alex Chapman, please make sure... We have a look at it. My thanks to both Alex and to Chris. My thanks, as always, to the team at Smith Sports News and the Waikato. Jim Young and the team. Two great stores, as I say. Base Tarapa, Main Street, Cambridge. If you need any footwear needs around the Waikato, go and check them out. Man, look, if you're around New Zealand having a listen to this podcast, give Jim a call. Look him up online. Give him a buzz. I'm sure he'd be able to get something that you want, curry it to you. Give him a call. See how it all goes. Great to have his support. Another guy who just cares about people and giving them the best opportunities to do the things that they really enjoy to the best of their ability. Very lucky to have all these amazing people uh, around and helping me here on the Nigel Yon podcast. I thank you so much for having a listen to it. I know it's been a while, sort of the, the Nigel Yon podcast is a little bit intermittent when you compare it to Wednesday Night with Nige, which is coming out uh, every Wednesday night after I do the Facebook Live on Nigel Yolden Sports. Check us out, facebook.com forward slash Nigel Yolden Sports. We do uh, Wednesday nights with Nigel. A little bit of an interactive sort of a thing. Good fun. Then we chuck it up as a podcast. But the Nigel Yolden Podcast, I'm going to try and do a little bit more. And yes, NFL fans, I do promise. Yes, Alex and Chris. And I will be getting Mark Peard on as well to talk more NFL. We'll bounce through that throughout the course of the NFL season. My thanks so much for your time today. Go well. Enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, enjoy the NFL, enjoy your sports in general. Go well.